Welcome to the Nutritionista podcast, your new health and wellness resource made for women like you who are constantly on the go 24-7, chasing your dreams or just chasing your children or even those of us who manage to do both. This podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve your ideal level of health and happiness. We break down everything from nutrition, hormones, relationships, business, and travel to manifestation and wellness. If you're ready to start evolving into your best possible future self, the one that effortlessly attracts success, fulfillment, and happiness into their lives, listen up. You're in the perfect place, and it's time to start living like this version of yourself right now. The show must begin. Let's do this. and welcome back to the Nutritionista podcast. Today we have a really special episode that we're so excited to share with you but before we dive any further into our topic I want to take a moment to welcome all the new incredible women who are tuning in today. We know your time is as valuable as ever and we appreciate you choosing the time to spend with us. Today we're excited to explore the impact of sleep on hormones and how it affects our overall health and wellness. We'll be discussing the connection between sleep quality and hormone balance and how it can impact everything from our moods to our metabolism. So we all know that getting enough sleep is crucial for feeling energized and refreshed, but did you actually know it can have a significant impact on your health and also your hormones? So in this episode, we'll dive deeper into the connection between sleep and hormone balance and why getting quality sleep is crucial for optimal health. So your sleep is basically essential for all of your overall health and well-being. It's the time where our bodies rest and repair and our brains consolidate memories and process emotions. When we don't get enough sleep, we might feel sluggish, irritable, cranky, have trouble concentrating. Sleep deprivation has been linked as well to like a vast range of health conditions, including obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and depression. Yeah, so sleep has a direct impact on our hormones. So I'm sure everyone can agree that they've felt this in some way, shape or Mm -hmm. form. It affects the release of several key hormones. So we're talking cortisol, growth hormone and testosterone. So we're not talking all about what everyone would assume the basic hormones. So we're just talking about estrogen. There's so many other hormones. So go back to, I think, episode two of season two, where we talk all about hormones and break them all down. So Cortisol, especially, it's often known as the stress hormone, and many women would identify that with kind of like that spare tire that sits around our middle. And it's released in response to stress. So, most of us, we know where we all feel on the page of stress, and it helps to regulate our sleep and wake cycle. So, a lack of sleep can disrupt cortisol production, which leads to increased stress levels and an ongoing like range of health issues. We see it all the time. Growth hormone, though, it's responsible for tissue repair and growth. So we're not just talking about children. It's also released during deep sleep. So we really need those deep waves. Testosterone is also important, and it's not just a man hormone. We need it as well. So, yes, it's important for both males and women, but it's produced primarily through sleep. So hormones in turn can also impact sleep quality. So I'm sure we've all heard about melatonin. So many people would assume that that's that main hormone that we're going to talk about. But that itself, melatonin, is a hormone that regulates our sleep-wake cycle. 
It's produced in response to darkness and helps us fall asleep. So estrogen and progesterone levels can also asleep, affect sleep quality and especially for women. Yeah, I think I don't really know many women that aren't sleep deprived, especially mothers. <laughs> I think it just comes yeah. with the job title. It's like that the unwritten law that you signed up for, you just, you don't sleep at all. And like, I never really realized the impact it was having on my hormones um, because it's crazy how sleep deprivation affects the cortisol, the stress hormone. Yeah. Like, so it's released in the adrenal glands in response to stress. So the more stressed we are, the more um, cortisol that we're producing, but it also helps regulate our sleep wake cycle and its production flows and natural rhythm with its highest levels in the morning and lowest levels at night. So a lack of sleep can disrupt cortisol production, um, leading to increased stress levels and a vast range of other sort of health conditions that, that follow on from that. So chronic sleep deprivation can also lead to elevated cortisol levels, which can contribute to things like anxiety, depression, and weight gain. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling anxious or I've just got so much stress going on, yeah, it just further affects you sleep like you can be lying there in the best sleep and then you just oh, and then I reach for the band-aid which is the coffee which makes me feel more anxious and it's like a just never-ending cycle yeah but I often find too a lot of women that will present to clinic will say oh I'm not stressed like everything's pretty good but when you dive mm -hmm. into if you're not sleeping that yep. is stress on the body so it's one of those things that yeah you really need to unpack that one so hormone imbalances have a significant impact on sleep quality so those fluctuating levels of hormones, like imagine that roller coaster ups and downs and all the rest of it, obviously disrupt our natural sleep weight cycle. So having difficulties falling asleep or staying asleep or waking up just feeling refreshed instead of just waking up feeling you can sleep a whole other day. Hormone imbalances also contribute to other sleep disorders like sleep apnea and restless leg syndrome. So the role of melatonin that it plays, it's as it's produced by the pineal gland in the brain, which is probably way too much info, so that's fine. It's produced in the brain. That's all you need to take from that. It plays a crucial role in regulating that sleep-wake cycle by helping us fall asleep and staying asleep. So we all know where we stand with phones and blue light when it comes to that. Melatonin levels naturally rise in the evening, which is when we start to yawn and get ready for bed. And they fall off in the morning, which helps us wake up. So these signals are given to our body that it's time to sleep or it's time to wake up. Now, shift work, lack of sleep, like being a mother to a new baby and so forth, all disruptions in this cycle and exposure to phones and TVs, like we all know how it goes. And, or even, I guess, traveling across time zones too. Like we experienced the same thing when we went to Singapore last year. It can lead to difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep and adapting to different time zones. Yeah, we've been there and you felt that quite a lot. <laughs> yes. Even though it's only a short sort of time difference, it's, um, you know, it's not that bad, but yeah, I definitely felt it. Um, even worse when I came back from Europe, it was just, oh my gosh, I've never felt that out of sorts before. It was yeah, it horrible. Takes for everything to uh, and get back to normal, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Now, there's a, a massive connection as well between sleep and insulin resistance. So the insulin resistance occurs when the body becomes less responsive to the hormone insulin. Everyone's probably heard about it, um, which can regulate your blood sugar levels. So when you're not getting enough sleep, that 
can increase your insulin resistance, which can contribute to the development of type 2 diabetes and other health issues. So that's why it's really important to make sure that we're getting quality sleep because poor sleep quality can disrupt the body's ability to regulate that glucose metabolism, leading to elevated blood sugar levels and insulin resistance. And diabetes is one of the biggest conditions that we see in clinic, like especially in women as well. Exactly. And even if it's not diagnosed, we're talking like subclinical. So if your pathology results yep. show that yep. you might still be within that range, but if you're down at that low range, and we all know that the ranges have spread over time, like quite drastically. So yeah, we'll get into yep. that the podcast, but yeah, th th that's one of those things like insulin resistance and blood sugar levels make all the difference, especially when it comes to women's health and energy and feeling alive and vibrant. Estrogen and progesterone are two hormones primarily found in women, and they can also affect the sleep quality. So fluctuations in estrogen and progesterone levels during the menstrual cycle can lead to sleep sort of disturbances, such as difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep, or just generally waking up feeling refreshed. I'm pretty sure most women have felt this at some point, mm -hmm. but women like me going through menopause also experience these kind of disruptions in sleep due to all the hormonal changes and fluctuations. Especially when it comes to women of all ages, I think everyone can notice a difference in their sleep and wake cycles and staying asleep and falling asleep at just different points of their cycle. So for example, some might fall asleep really, really easy when it comes to having a bleed at that time of the month. So your body's really trying to, you know, make up for those lower iron stores if possible and things like that. So yeah, keep, keep a close eye. And when I do work with a lot of women, that's something we generally try and keep keep track of that's one sign of how we can kind of pinpoint where those hormones are for you yeah. during the stage of the month so that's why it's really important to establish that regular sleep cycle um one of the most important steps i find to improving sleep quality is establishing something i do every day so i mean everyone can have their own different kind of schedule things but like going to bed and waking at the same time is yeah. really important um, and it helps regulate the body's natural sleep wake cycle leading to better sleep, sleep quality. So it's kind of important to aim for that seven to nine hours of sleep per night that most adults require to feel rested and alert. Um, and having that sleep sort of conductive environment. So making sure that you keep the bedroom nice and cool, quiet, dark, as well as minimizing distractions such as electronic devices, Having a really good comfortable mattress, pillows and bedding make such a significant difference as well. Yeah. And then sort of like relaxation techniques as well. So things like yoga, I have an app that I love to use. It's called I Sleep Easy. It's amazing. I've been using it for about 10 years now. Oh, wow. But like deep breathing even, uh, some gentle yoga and just avoid like stimulating things such as kind of working right before or exercising heavy into the sort of the, the hours leading up to bedtime can also help promote sort of relaxation as well. And a red light. I love using a red light. I find that there is so much amazing like playlists even on Spotify. So nutrition plays, as we said, a, an absolute vital role in sleep quality. So don't let anyone tell you otherwise. So consuming a diet high in processed foods, sugar, caffeine, we all know this, it obviously disrupts sleep quality. So Having a diet rich in whole foods wherever possible that are full of nutrients like magnesium and tryptophan, these all help with getting the best sleep of your life. So if you haven't tried it, look into it. 
Avoiding heavy meals or alcohol close to bedtime can also help prevent disruptions to sleep. So your body's trying to still digest and move mm -hmm. on. They also play a huge role. Regular exercise, though, has a positive impact on sleep quality. It just depends, I guess, on what time of the day you're doing. Obviously, you don't want to go do like a high-intensity interval training. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, there's better things you can be doing at that time of the night or more kind of relaxing forms of yeah it's like calming yourself down yeah but then there are people that that works for so once again it's yeah. an individualized approach so just you need to do what works best for you exercise itself really helps especially myself reduce mm -hmm. stress and anxiety which also leads to a better sleep so it's really kind of we just want to stimulate the body and have it much easier to fall asleep rather than working against it and struggling to sleep. Yeah. And I find I've got a little lavender spray and I spray that just sort of on my blankets and things before I jump into bed. Mm. And I don't know, I think I kind of have developed now this association with that smell. And then I automatically, when I smell it, I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, tired. I feel a bit sleepy now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an amazing um, from Lush. I actually used it last night, the shower gel. It's called Sleepy. Oh, that yeah. stuff. That smells like sleep to me. I love We've it. We've got the body lotion of that one in the tub. And yeah. yeah oh, it's heaven. Yep. So as we've learned in all our previous episodes, sleep plays such a crucial role in regulating the hormone balance. So hormones such as cortisol, growth hormone, testosterone, insulin are all affected by sleep, quality and duration. Mm -hmm. So chronic sleep deprivation and poor sleep quality can lead to imbalances in these hormones. And obviously, like we discussed, leading on to a like a larger wider range of health issues as well yep so during this episode we wanted to break it down and keep it really sharp and succinct and get you on your way and not drag you down too long melatonin yep. as we said plays a crucial role in that regulation of that sleep wake cycle while estrogen and progesterone can affect that sleep quality in women once again it's worth looking into your cycle on wherever everything sits um Given that critical role that sleep plays in our hormone balance, we really need to make it clear that prioritizing our sleep is absolutely essential for us and overall health and wellness in general. And it's one of the biggest forms of self-care that we can even do for ourselves. So prioritizing that sleep should be absolute key. Chronic sleep deprivation, as I'm sure anyone that's been a new mum or just had a toddler that hates sleep for whatever reason, it's linked to a huge range of issues like obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and even depression. The studies are all there and I've seen it time and time again. Mm. So poor sleep quality can lead to constant fatigue, which we all know. And then just having that foggy head feeling like that impaired cognitive function and decreased productivity because it'd be much easier to sit on the couch and not do too much on those days where you feel just so tired. Now, getting adequate sleep is on the flip side of that. So it adds to our health. So better sleep quality and duration have been linked to improved immune function, better mental health, and a reduced risk of chronic diseases. So those things that just keep going on and on. It's just amazing like how sleep plays is such a crucial role in regulating like our hormone balance and everything. I love this stuff. It's such a little nerdy thing for me. But just how it just optimizes your overall health and wellness by so like making sleep a priority we can optimize our hormone balance improve our overall health well-being and enjoy the many side effects of having a really good night's sleep yeah. um 
So we really hope this podcast has provided you with some valuable information and insights into the connection between sleep and hormone balance. And you will continue to prioritize sleep as part of your healthy lifestyle. So thank you so much for today and tuning into today's episode. We hope you found it informative and enjoyable. Now, before we go, we just wanted to ask a quick favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews help us reach so many more people and continue to provide that valuable content. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all your favorite socials to stay updated on our latest episodes and behind the scenes content. And there's all the links in the show notes. We really, really appreciate your support and feedback and we love all the DMs we get and we can't wait to bring you more exciting episodes in the future. Thanks for listening.